Grow With Me provides exercises and tips for living your best life now. This means loving yourself and allowing positive change to find you when you're having fun being who you are. Many of us spend our lives in the future, waiting for things to get better or striving to accomplish the next thing on our to-do list. But we feel most fulfilled when we make a conscious choice to love our life exactly as it is in this moment. I'm your host, Dina Martin. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to feel into your future, to remember that version of who you are now? Everything you are and everything you're becoming is within you now. In our physical three-dimensional world, time is seen as linear. And from that mindset, you would draw from the past to decide what the future could look like. But once you move beyond the third dimension, time and space become irrelevant. Creating what you want from your heart requires moving beyond this dimension to be open to a greater love than you've ever experienced with unlimited possibilities. I had something unexplainable happen to me a few years ago. It happened right after I decided to get a divorce. I just finished hosting my first of a series of online event sessions. I closed my laptop and I heard an enthusiastic, great job, Dina. I said, dad? My dad had passed away a couple years before then and I would hear from him every now and then. And this voice sounded similar, but he responded, Dina, I'm not your dad. He told me he was the higher version of someone I was meant to be with and he came to help me. I thought this sounded kind of crazy, and so I asked him to leave. But I sat with it in meditation and asked if he was there for my highest and greatest good, and I heard yes. I decided I'd hear what he had to say as long as he was only a positive force in my life. And I realized I could only hear him when my emotions were elevated or when I was in a higher vibration state. This happened during a chaotic time for me. I felt like I was on a roller coaster and I didn't know which way was up or down. I felt so much relief in the decision to get divorced after holding on to denial for so long, but I also had a lot of guilt. I felt a strong pull to move through my divorce as quickly as possible, and this spirit helped me with every move of it, even with the legal paperwork that made my eyes cross. He also helped me heal from my divorce and heal my relationship with men. He'd walk me through different scenarios or give me exercises. He was always kind, loving, and supportive of me no matter what in ways I wasn't with myself at the time and ways that no one else had really been in my entire life. I was still healing the part of me that felt like I needed to work hard to be worthy even after I left my corporate job. And I remember one day I fell asleep on the sofa while working on my business. I woke up from a heavy sleep with drool coming out of the side of my mouth. And just before I started beating myself up about not being more productive, I heard his voice come in and say, you're crushing it, Dina. (laughs) And I had to laugh. He was reminding me that I'm here to love myself, not to get stuff done. Another time I did my morning meditation and he chimed in and said something like, at 3 p.m. when there's nothing left to do, be you. BU was the hashtag I used in my Instagram, which is no longer active. I was staying at my mom's house at the time during my divorce, and at 3 p.m. that day, I was feeling a little bit down, and I just wanted to lay in bed. 
my mom had some family over and they kept yelling upstairs for me to come down and play a game. Finally, I realized what time it was and I came down and they were playing Watch Your Mouth, where you wear a mouth guard and look ridiculous and try to get people to guess what you're saying. (laughs) It definitely pulled me out of my funky mood. The spirit was there for me for a while, over a year, but eventually I felt like it was time for me to let him go. He helped me love and trust myself more. And once I did, I knew I needed to continue on my own. He taught me to accept nothing less than what I truly want. I'll never settle or compromise. I've met a few men since my divorce who in my past I would have considered dating, but I asked my heart if it feels like the love I felt with this guide, and I haven't felt it yet, so I say no. And I'll keep saying no to anything I don't want over and over for as long as it takes because I already love myself and I don't need anything or anyone. One of the last things he said to me before he left over a year ago was, I look at who you become this year and I smile. At the end of last year, I remembered what he said and I looked back and I smiled too. Was he really a higher version of someone I'm meant to be with who came to help me during this time of huge change in my life? I honestly don't know, but I'm thankful for the gifts I received from him. Now I know what unconditional love feels like, and I practice it with myself and everyone in my life every day. I went hiking a couple years ago in North Georgia, and I picked a trail that was supposed to have a beautiful panoramic view at the top of a mountain. (laughs) Once I hiked to the lookout spot, everything was foggy. I couldn't see more than a few feet in front of me. I thought about how I just wanted to look into my future and see if all my dreams would come true. What would my life look like in a year from now? And then I realized there's a reason I couldn't see because some things are meant to be a mystery. In hindsight, it makes so much more sense. I grew so much over that that year, but physically my life didn't look too much different. I was asking the wrong question. It's not about what my life would look like, but what would it feel like? And that's everything. So now when I look into my future, I look more for a feeling than anything else. I believe my life is in a constant state of upgrade, so my future is only getting better. I did this exercise the other day to see what my future would feel like a year from now, and I really liked what came up. I was looking for a feeling, but I got a couple visuals too. I cut my hair shoulder length last summer, and I recently decided to grow it back out. So in my vision, my hair was longer and I was a little bit more muscular. Since I've been working out lately, this made me happy to see that I was getting some results. (laughs) And I could see how I felt happy, free, and light. Then she told me to buy an organizer for my socks because my sock drawer was getting sloppy. (laughs) So let's take a minute to feel into your future. Your life is in a constant state of upgrade too. If you're in a safe and comfortable place to do this, then close your eyes and take a big, deep breath in, allowing the breath to fill your body with love. And then slowly breathe out of your mouth, filling the air around you with this love. Do this two more times, breathing love in. 
and out. In. And out. Now imagine you're sitting on the beach watching the sunset over the ocean. The sunset's the most beautiful one you've ever seen. It has streaks of purple and orange and a ribbon of pink. You feel so peaceful watching it while listening to the waves crash onto the shore. Notice how the sand feels beneath you. A seagull squawks as it flies overhead. Take a few seconds to enjoy this moment. You look to your left and you see yourself walking down the beach toward you. It's you in a year from now. You're smiling and this version of you comes over and sits down next to you. Now you'll need to pause this episode and feel into what this version of you wants to share about how your life will feel in a year from today. Everything is love. Go ahead and pause. Welcome back. I said before that I was working on healing my relationship with men after my divorce. I had limiting beliefs that my worth was determined by my looks and what men thought about me. I take full responsibility for my thoughts, feelings, and actions, but I grew up watching movies and listening to music that told me repeatedly that my life had no meaning without a man in it. I know now when I love myself entirely, I never need anything from anyone. When I was younger, I also judged guys based on looks and I dated them to feel better about myself. It wasn't intentional. I thought I wanted a loving partner, but I didn't realize I would only attract someone who loves himself the same as I love myself. I heard about guys being players and I know now this is just their way of looking for love. When a man loves himself, he's treating his body as well as others with respect. Being with someone in any other way might feel good in the short term, but the feeling wears off quickly and then they need someone else to make them feel good about themselves again. I did this too. When I was a sophomore in high school, there was a junior I thought was really cute and nice. He was also very religious and he didn't seem to notice me. So I pretended like I was interested in his church. (laughs) He invited me to go with him, and after a few Sundays of church, he asked me out. It didn't take me very long to realize we had nothing in common. It fizzled after I already accepted his invitation to prom. So after the prom, I asked to get home as fast as I could. I didn't say why, but my older sister was having a party at my house. It ended up being huge. I drank a bunch of alcohol, I blacked out, and I woke up with a four-page letter from my prom date. (laughs) 
Apparently, he came back to my house at some point during the party and saw me in this state and was very concerned, and he was trying to help me. In a letter, he explained there are four types of love, and he felt agape love toward me, which is the way God loves everyone. He wanted me to know he loved me and he cared about me, and he had the best of intentions, but he was also trying to change me. Looking back, I can see how if I think I need to change for someone to like me, then they'll want to change me too. And I'll also attract people I don't even really want to be with. I was embarrassed, but this didn't motivate me to change in any way. It took me many hangovers for me to learn on my own that I didn't want to feel like that anymore. I never needed anything but my own love. I stopped drinking excessively later in my 20s. And I look back on this version of me and I tell her she's perfect the way she is. And I would never want to change her. I tell her I love her. And through that love, I can see who I am more clearly. One thing I've noticed is when I get upset with someone or start to judge them, they're showing me what's in me. I'm getting upset with or judging myself. I correct this by sending the energy of love to them. From inside, I say, I love you exactly the way you are. I say it with no expectation, but I have noticed drastic changes in the way people act when I have this thought. It calls their authentic selves forward. And of course, it makes me feel 100% better to choose love rather than anger or judgment. If someone is doing something that I feel I need to act on, then whatever action I take comes from my heart. As I continue working on my spirit, I've become extremely energy sensitive. So when something comes up for me to heal or my thoughts or feelings are out of alignment, I feel it and I see it in others. Low vibration thoughts feel worse than ever. I've been working consistently on letting go of wanting anyone to acknowledge me or like me based on my appearance. It feels like it's barely there since I've been doing so much work on this. When I hold the vibration of love where I go, then I don't feel it. If someone's flirty with me or I feel like they're staring at me, then I know it's a good time to practice care and consent. This means I fill myself with love and say to myself from within, I do not consent. If and when I meet someone my heart wants to be with, it's a mutual connection from the heart that has nothing to do with looks. That doesn't mean we aren't attracted to each other, but the attraction comes from a deeper place. I take care of my appearance for me now. I mentioned earlier how I grew up watching movies that shape my limiting beliefs around love. I've realized how important it is to be conscious of any content I'm consuming. I used to create vision boards that I made into videos with images of things I wanted to experience. And then I watched the video and felt how I wanted to feel having these things in my life. Once I saw how well these worked, I also saw how much everything I consume is programming my life. I have an example from my past that's kind of interesting. I used to love a good zombie movie. To me, they really aren't about zombies. They're about the choices people make when their lives are at stake and how people act when infrastructure collapses. The characters are usually always on the run. 
I actually had a situation at work happen that was very similar to a movie I watched. I think it was called Quarantine, where people are quarantined in a building after a virus outbreak happens there that turns people into zombie-like killers. So a mysterious substance was found in a package on a different floor in the building where I was working, and the building was evacuated. I had to take the stairs down from the 10th floor. And when I got to the lobby, which is surrounded by glass, I saw people outside in hazmat suits locking the building and pulling caution tape around it. It felt just like I was in the movie. I said, nope, I'm getting out of here. And I went down to the service elevator and got out the back of the building. It ended up being a false alarm, but it was pretty scary because it felt like my zombie movie came true. I see now how these movies perpetuate fear and keep me in survival mode, which isn't a good place to create from. I stopped watching them when I realized it wasn't healthy. I didn't want to run or be afraid anymore. I decided to love my life as it is today. While most animals survive off instinct, I believe as humans we have an innate wisdom which holds an understanding that we are creating our world. So that means we don't need to be in survival mode when we're creating from our hearts. Survival is living in fear, doing what we think it takes to keep ourselves and humanity alive. And when we're in fear, we can't hear our hearts. I'm in survival mode when I'm wanting to attract the man or working a job I don't like to pay the bills or running out of buildings to escape the zombie apocalypse. (laughs) When I'm living my truth, I'm loving myself completely and I never need anything else. And from that state of abundance, the things I want flow easily to me in a way that's best for my soul. I mentioned earlier how I used to listen to music and watch movies that made me feel like I needed to be with a man to be worthy. Are you perpetuating any limiting beliefs through the content you consume? For your homework, make a list of some of your favorite movies and songs right now. Try to list about 10 total. Next to each one, write down the main theme or message of it. If you aren't sure about the meaning behind a song, then look up the lyrics. Then go through your list and find the most dominant theme. Is the message positive and uplifting, angry or depressing, or maybe it's about wanting something you don't have? Whatever it is, sit with the message and ask what your heart is ready to heal. Journal and write a few sentences about what's coming up, how you feel about it, and anything you might need to address. If the message is keeping you in a lower vibrational state, Consider reconditioning this by choosing more uplifting movies and songs in the future. And if you ever get a song stuck in your head, that's for a reason too. Look at the lyrics or the meaning behind the song to see what you might need to look into there as well. Remember the point of anything you're going through is to love yourself entirely as you are now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Grow With Me. Be sure to follow the show to catch the latest episodes. If you have any feedback or questions about what was discussed, please email me at growwithdina at gmail.com. That's G-R-O-W-W-I-T-H 
D-E-N-A at gmail.com.